The Behavioral Healthcare Executive Podcast is brought to you by the Treatment Center Investment and Valuation Retreat. TCIV is the year's only opportunity to hear directly from treatment center leaders on how they're surviving and thriving in the new reality imposed by the coronavirus pandemic. Register today for the 2020 retreat being held December 7th through the 9th at the Fairmont Scottsdale Princess. BHE podcast listeners, save $100 with the code BHE100 when you register. Learn more at treatmentcenterretreat.com. Welcome to the Behavioral Healthcare Executive Podcast. I'm BHE Senior Editor Tom Valentino, and on the line today, we have Dr. Corey McCann, CEO of Pair Therapeutics. Corey, we've been hoping to have you on for a while. Glad we could make this happen today. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. Thank you again. All right. So your organization has been doing some pretty cool things in the area of prescription digital therapeutics. You have two products in particular that I think would be of interest to our audience. Can you give us a little crash course on what Pair Therapeutics is working on and uh, in specific, uh, your uh, Reset and Reset O? Absolutely. Um, maybe first, um, I'll just, just define this new space of prescription digital therapeutics or what I'll refer to as PDTs multiple times across uh, our time together today. Um, really, these are products which are designed to be software-based disease treatments. They're designed to be used under a physician's auspices or a physician prescription. And what Pair does is we design and validate these products really via a traditional uh, set of rigors, like what you would expect to see for a drug. So we're looking to run the product through phase one, two, and three clinical studies so that we can demonstrate both safety and efficacy. And then we translate that rigor to conversations with regulators like the FDA, where the products ultimately receive product labels to treat disease. And those labels read very much like what you would expect to see for a drug. Um, that's a whole new therapeutic modality. And we think that there are literally hundreds of different opportunities to create different PDTs that treat disease. And we've had the privilege of starting in different mental health and addiction conditions uh, to develop the first PDTs. And so uh, you asked about our first products, Reset and Reset-O. Uh, Reset is the first PDT. And I guess said differently, this was the first piece of software to ever receive disease treatment claims for any disease from the FDA. And that product is a monotherapy. So it's for use uh, to treat substance use disorder related to alcohol, cannabis, cocaine, and stimulants. And the product is the only product that's approved to treat addiction to cannabis, cocaine, and stimulants. Uh, its sister product is called Reset-O. And that product is specifically designed to treat opiate use disorder. And it is designed to be used in combination with a form of medication-assisted therapy called buprenorphine. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So Reset-O, it's, it's 
not necessarily a, a treatment modality that's going to um, exist on its own. It's working uh, as a complement to um, MAT, that, you know, medication-assisted treatment, right? That's correct. And I think there's, um, there's, there's a question to be addressed here, which is, which of these prescription digital therapeutics are monotherapies and which are combination therapies? And I think the way that really PEAR has addressed this across our uh, pipeline is that uh, we really start with the patient and work backward. And so obviously, if there's no drug that's indicated to treat a particular condition, then we build a monotherapy. And I think that RESET is the perfect example there. Uh, again, there's no drug to treat addiction to cannabis, cocaine, and stimulants. And so there's no drug to create the combination around. In cases where there is an efficacious drug that can be improved, generally speaking, what we look to do is create a drug software combination where we can enhance outcomes by using a PDT in combination with drug. And ResetO is a great example there. Uh, our PAIR004 product for uh, different forms of severe mental illness, including schizophrenia, schizoaffective disorder, and bipolar disorder, is a similar product where that product is designed for use in combination with atypical antipsychotics as a class. And then lastly, we'll have some of these products that are actually designed to replace drugs. And our SOMREST product, which was just recently FDA cleared to treat chronic insomnia, is actually indicated as first-line use, which would sit before the habit-forming drugs like Zolpidem and like the benzodiazepines. So with Reset O, are you working in partnership with outpatient providers? Is that how the, uh, the relationship works? And, and what kind of uh, feedback have you gotten um, from folks uh, in the field? So for, for all of these prescription digital therapeutics, Resetto included, um, really what we're trying to do is to put these products in the hands of clinicians to better the care of their patients. And so um, I guess when you think about the ways in which we partner, we work with uh, different clinicians, like for example, intensive outpatient therapy facilities so that they can write prescriptions for these pieces of software. And I know that's a bit of a new idea, uh, but they're actually writing prescriptions at scale for these different PDTs. And what we've seen in the early days is that uh, there's, a, there's a very high degree of both patient and clinician satisfaction. We see high rates of patient engagement with our products in the real world. We see clinicians using our dashboard uh, multiple times per week. Uh, and then we see those rates of engagement actually correlating to real-world abstinence. And then even more exciting, we see those engagements correlating to real-world health economic outcomes and cost savings. So having technology like this feels like it would be especially useful in uh, the current state that we find ourselves in, uh, you know, in this time of uh, Quarantining, social distancing, um, you know, addiction treatment in general, I think, is uh, really had to adjust on the fly here. Um, and I think that kind of leads us into uh, the announcement that uh, your organization made today. Uh, I know you were collaborating uh, with, with a few other groups. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, the Recovery Access Coalition. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I think you rightly point out that there's been a tremendous, tremendous change in healthcare delivery in this new era of COVID. And I think that while we all acknowledge that telemedicine has a role to play, which is both uh, in the provision of remote and synchronous care, there are huge gaps in care in between the times in which patients can receive a telemedicine visit. And so really, PDTs have this huge opportunity to be the first and only modality that can deliver both safe and efficacious remote and asynchronous care to really fit in between those telemedicine visits, which have become a staple of uh, our current COVID existence. And so what uh, PEAR is putting forward with a whole host of other groups is this new effort that's called the Recovery Action Coalition. Uh, I'm sorry, the Recovery Access Coalition. And this is a group of leading addiction and mental health advocacy groups, as well as stakeholder organizations. And we're all working together to address the access issues around this new modality of prescription digital therapeutics and other FDA-cleared digital therapeutic interventions. Um, as has been disclosed, the members of the coalition include advocates for opioid recovery, uh, Global Recovery Initiatives Foundation, the Kennedy Forum, the National Council for Behavioral Health, Shatterproof, and Young People in Recovery. And Pair Therapeutics is also privileged to be a member and a sponsor of this initiative. Uh, as I've mentioned a couple times, we really believe that digital therapeutics, including prescription digital therapeutics, have a critical role to play in recovery, uh, especially in today's complicated treatment environment. How did this group come together? Um, as, as you can probably imagine, um, the addiction treatment field is a relatively tightly knit community. Sure. And what we were finding is that um, by virtue of really working with different providers and advocacy groups across uh, this particular disease area, that many of them were having exactly the same challenges. And I think that we all acknowledge that many patients in this space have issues with access. I think that many of us would acknowledge that care is highly variable within this space. And then COVID has been both a catalyst to improving those issues, but also a huge point of exacerbation for those issues. And so really the Recovery Access Coalition came together as we were hearing many of the same concerns widely across um, uh, both advocacy groups and providers within the organization. And it came from a set of brainstorming around how we could really move the needle in this uh, post-COVID era. Have payers been receptive to this technology that you've developed up to this point, or, or has there been a challenge in trying to get them on board? You know, I think it is very early days for uh, for this modality, and I think that payers have been appropriately skeptical. Um, in many cases, um, it is financially advantageous for payers to deny care. And so um, I think that we approach uh, really the rigors that it takes to uh, get to market access and to payment for products 
with all of the same uh, rigors and sensibilities that what you would expect to see for the commercialization and the launch uh, of any novel therapeutic set of products. Um, we have and continue to see very strong uh, payer interest. I think that they acknowledge that they have a tremendous problem with addiction. I think that they acknowledge that patients with addiction are quite costly, and they acknowledge that not caring for patients with addiction uh, produces a set of even costlier outcomes. And so because of all of those issues and because of the clinical and real-world data uh, that we've been able to, to provide to payers, uh, we've really seen not only interest, but also uh, a great deal of uptake in payment and adoption. And we actually just issued a press release yesterday uh, around coverage for Reset and Reset-O via uh, a group called Remedy One. And this is one of uh, several positive coverage decisions for Reset and Reset-O. And I think that we are poised to really continue to advance these discussions with payers, uh, ultimately to make prescription digital therapeutics like Reset and Reset-O standard of care. All right. So w with regards to the Recovery Access Coalition, um, can you just tell us a little bit, you know, understanding the landscape of, of how we got to this point now, um, just kind of clarify for us a little bit. Um, what are your action steps? Wh where, where do things go from here now that uh, you, you've made the announcement today um, and getting this initiative rolling? We, we just launched. And sure. so we have a lot of work to do. And um, I, I would say that we are uh, focused first on advocating for Medicare coverage broadly of FDA authorized digital therapeutics at the federal level. Um, thereafter, products like Reset and Reset-O uh, really are impactful within Medicaid populations. And so we're working individually with different state Medicaid groups in order to push toward widespread reimbursement at the state Medicaid level. And then lastly, we're really pushing for broad coverage across different uh, commercial health insurance companies. Um, and, and frankly, as you can imagine, we've got a lot of work to do. I think downstream, we really see this as an opportunity to broaden the Recovery Access Coalition's focus into broader mental health issues over time. And uh, really, we believe that this is a tremendous way in order to advocate for patients to receive access to products that we know makes them better. Well, it might be a tremendous amount of work, but uh, it also seems like a tremendous opportunity. Uh, good luck with all this. It's uh, really interesting uh, stuff that you guys are up to. And uh, Corey, I appreciate you taking the time today. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. And we look forward to all of the hard work to come. All right, there you go. That is Dr. Corey McCann, the CEO of Pair Therapeutics. That is going to do it for this episode of the Behavioral Healthcare Executive Podcast. As a reminder, you can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts. You can stream us on SoundCloud, and uh, you can also stream us on uh, our website, behavioral.net. That's going to do it for this episode. I'm BHE Senior Editor Tom Valentino, and this has been the Behavioral Healthcare Executive Podcast. Oh, 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 oh,